What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Chola Siliaran here on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM. And of course, here with me today is our returning co-host, the master of Twitter and Please pop culture, <laughs> Emil Papelenia. Welcome Hello. back, Emil. Hello. Very good to be here again. I'm happy you are here because we have a very extra yes. special guest, very na extra pa, <laughs> today. And that is Mr. Raymond, Raymond Bagatsing, the president himself. <laughs> Mr. President, If yes. we can say that. Yes. <laughs> so, ayun, um, of course, last week, we had our Black Mirror episode. And we had a lot to talk about, not just about season five, and also the previous episodes and Bandersnatch. And we also had two mini-souls that came out. We had one about three movies, MIB, Clarita, and not a movie pala, Taylor Swift's new song. And we also had... One about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So check them out on our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream podcasts, such as Stitcher, YouTube, Castbox, everywhere you can listen to us there. Ang dami na talaga. And thank you so much to everyone who's been listening since day one. Umabot na tayo ng <laughs> US. Mexico, US, yeah. Europe. So thank you so much. I'm really happy to be doing this. And let us get to our... First segment, of course, we always have our popcorn roundup. Since the last time Emil was here, wala pang pangalan yung popcorn. So is it a yes, a sax, or a pass? All right. So let's get to it. Our very first popcorn is the Frozen 2 trailer that came out last week. So Frozen 2. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> it's a yes queen. Like, <laughs> last week. Like, I'm one of those people who sincerely enjoys the first movie for what it is. Talaga. I love um, it. Yeah, I, like, I do, I'm not really sure where all the hate comes from, but... Bandwagon. Yeah, but even if you don't, if you didn't like that first movie, if you look at the trailers for this one, like, the way I described it on Facebook when I shared the, the trailer was that it looked like a combination of Disney's Fantasia, like that old musical... Um, movie that oh, they had yeah. with, with Sorcerer Mickey and the dancing broomsticks. And now it's Queen Elsa. Yeah, it looks like a combination of that and the video game Shadow of the Colossus. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the trailer, like Elsa, there's like a giant in the distance. It's like crazy high fantasy stuff. It looks like it's going to fill the high fantasy void that will be left behind by Game of Thrones. And, like, and compared to the first trailer of Frozen, the first movie, yeah. that was just like... This summer, or like this Christmas, yeah, 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 exactly. we're gonna have a Masaya. fun, magical Christmas yeah. with Elsa, Anna, and the snowman. Now there's like world building, the trolls are saying like, Elsa needs to, you know, develop her powers more and stuff like Your that. Your origins like, are not happening? what you thought they were. It's so cool. It's like, like Star Wars now, it's the legit, Jedi. It's so cool, legit, it's so cool, and I'm super excited to see What it. I'm looking yeah. forward to this um, is, parang, we're gonna see... I feel like we're gonna see a lot of other elementals aside from Elsa. Mm, yeah, with yeah. the wind blowing with those red leaves yes. in the fall. I yeah. feel like there's gonna be other characters that will pop up that will like have maybe fire or like wind. <laughs> so, I don't know. So maybe Anna will develop powers of her so own. So Magiging Avatar, the, the last airbender. Or Legends of... Uh, what they call uh, that? Legends of the... Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah, the Jack yeah. Frost Rise of movie. the Guardians. Rise, Rise of the Guardians. Of the Guardians. Yeah. Legends of... I don't the know. The hidden temple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. people are shipping Jack Frost and Elsa. You might as well appear. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, they're from different studios. 
I mean, Disney's probably gonna buy DreamWorks. Definitely, <laughs> this is a yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Disney milked the hell out of the first Frozen. Yes, and it's about time we have new content. And I actually loved um, Olaf's Frozen Adventure that uh, came out. I was okay with it. People were like, "Why is this?" It was a, a thing. It was too long, but I was I was fine. With I it. didn't I didn't mind. Okay, I love it so. <laughs> I, I loved it that I loved Frozen okay. that much despite okay, so, all the hate. Someone's a bigger fan. Than <laughs> okay. And, we're very excited for that. And Frozen yes. 2 comes out in November. Ooh. Thanksgiving at the US. Super and here, excited. Probably a bit earlier than yeah. that. So our second pop current of the week is a new collaboration in OPM, Indisha Universal Records, this time around. <laughs> <laughs> this is a collaboration between Moira and I Belong to the Zoo called Paalam Patawad. For me, this is a sax. Mm-hmm. Um... I listened to the song. I really, I, I love Moira, her songs. Even I belong to the zoo. But may something cool lang lang. But it's mm. like a sax song that I could still listen to if it did play on the radio. Mm. And uh, for me, it really shows even more the versatility of Moira as a singer. Because yeah. people are saying she's just like a breathy kind of singer. <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> and if you hear her music from her album. Her songs with Neiman, like Moira and Neiman, and this one, you'll see that she has the range to do a lot of different things, not just the breathy voice that her covers yeah. have been known for. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of there in the man with you also. Um, I'm not like the biggest fan of hers, specifically because of what you just mentioned. Um, I, I do like I Belong to the Zoo, the, the stuff that I've heard from him. I, I actually do like the song because, again, yeah, it's, it's her being versatile, but it's also... The way it's written is obviously very... It's, it's supposed to be like these two people going through like a breakup or whatever and they're both having different experiences of it. Para siya, so para siyang theater song. Para siyang please be careful with my heart. I guess. Ang fan. <laughs> yeah. Pero hindi niya narating yun. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to the Moira fans and I Belong fans. Sorry. I love them individually. No, yeah, yeah, for But sure. this song could have been more... Yeah, yeah, I guess. We yeah, could have had true. it all rolling in the deep. Oh my god. <laughs> Wrong artist. <laughs> so is it a yes, a sax, S- or a sax then, like, I guess, yeah. So we're looking forward to more from these yeah, two artists, sure. yeah. as always. And OPM, I love OPM. It's of been course. really a force to reckon with, especially in 2018, 2019. And I hope we have a lot more to come in the coming years. Yeah, of course. So we have more movie news. Okay. Our yeah. third popcorn is the Doctor Sleep trailers. So for those who aren't familiar with what Doctor Sleep is, it's the sequel to The Shining, mm-hmm. and it is written by Stephen King. Yep. So this movie will show the son of yes. Um, see, see Red Rum. Yes. That kid. That yeah. kid with the bike. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's holes. kid in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. He will be played by Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Or in Tagalog, Ewan. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, oh, like I'm I'm excited. Like I don't actually know anything about the sequel. I don't know anything about the story or whatever. I know obviously the book came out like some years ago. Uh, the only thing that gives me confidence and gives me a lot of confidence is that it's directed by Mike Flanagan, who who has been on a roll with yeah, his horror. Yeah, he is. He's such a dependable horror director. Because for those of you who have seen The Haunting on Hill, of Hill House, like he was, he he did that exactly. With yeah, claps. 
Yeah, and not just that, but lots of other um, horror films as well. He He's, did Gerald's Game. He did Gerald's Game. He did Annabelle Creation. Annabelle Creation. It's actually a decent Annabelle movie. More than the first one. Absolutely, yeah. So I just have so much faith in him. I feel like he has a very he has a style that's not just dependent on the scares. Like there's like, emotion. So I'm I'm super sold on it. Just it's from a that. good choice for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, especially coming off of. The Haunting, which yeah. also just released its teaser for oh, yeah, the, second, the next season. Yeah, it will right. be The Haunting of Bly Manor. Yes, yeah. I'm not so sure about what that is. I don't know like, if it's based on a book also. It's also based oh, on a series okay, okay, of okay. books, but a different author. Okay. But nga, this will definitely be an event this coming year because The Shining, for sure, is one of the most iconic yeah. horror films Classic. ever. Yes. Like, here's Johnny... And here's Johnny's and son Rum again. And uh, yeah, the, the come play with us. Yeah, all that stuff. And this will revisit that. I'm not completely aware of the actual story in this um, yeah. second book because I haven't really read yeah. any of But I also don't books. want to know anything until, yeah, I watch until we watch yeah. it. Let's be shocked. Let's yeah. be thrilled. And let us have no sleep. Because Doctor, oh Sleep. my god! <laughs> but it, it seems more like a sci-fi take more than a horror take. We don't really know, but it is a yes for yes, me. Yes, yes, same. And next we have another movie bit of popcorn, and it is the Hello Love Goodbye teaser trailer from Star Cinema. Of course, it stars Catherine Bernardo and Alden Richards in their first ever pairing together in a movie. Interesting, yeah. And of course, directed by Kathy Garcia Molina mm-hmm. and written by Carmi G. Raimundo. They brought you all the hits that you know from <laughs> Star Cinema, such as One More Chance yes. and all those movies like My Amnesia and Girl. A Second Chance. <laughs> a Second Chance. Yeah. Exactly. And individually, they've made a lot of star cinema movies yes. themselves as well. But I think it's really their tandem that really created the magic mm. that a lot of Filipinos are familiar with. So, teaser palang excited na ako kasi I'm a Catherine Stan, I'm a Kathy Garcia oh, Molina okay. slash Carmi G. Raimundo Stan as well. Okay. So, it's a yes. Okay. I'm, I'm like middle ground pa, like sucks lang. Because, I mean, this thing that they've been doing recently that the industry has been doing where they they've been splitting up the love teams and pairing them up with different people like it's an, it's interesting but i'm not super sure yet if it's leading to more interesting stories talaga mm-hmm. um and the the that whole device of let's put these two people in a foreign land and see what happens it's like, so I mean, gus gus it is but i mean the trailer That's so like, Konyo, by but, the way. Yeah, I know. So gus gus. But visually, like the trailer looks great. It does. For sure. And I think it would be interesting to see Catherine play against someone who's not Daniel Padilla for once. Just because we've been seeing her play against him for so long. So I think since mga twenty ten. Yeah. It's been nine years. Like that, a decade yeah. of Kathniel. Yeah. I love you, Kathniel. He nabu kusala sa asap before. Because <laughs> I usually sometimes I have work in ASAP. And mm. ko talaga yung mga favorite artists. Oh, wow. Okay. Kung, may, kung nandun sila, alam kung nandun sila. Aabangan ko sila. Mapapicture ako. Hinabal ko yung Katnil. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, but yeah, I'm excited for them. I hope like it like continues to help her, her grow as an actor. For sure. Both also. of them. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. And yun nga, um, the mainstream cinema has been experimenting more, which is mm. great as well. And especially since ito, GMA and ABS artists in one especially yeah. oh that's right even yeah. Alden her, himself has been 
dissociated na from main at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From because, the Because, you know, she's with, uh, what's his Arjo. name? Yeah, Arjo. <laughs> R-Dub na. Instead of oh, R-Dub. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's my ah, okay. ship name. Okay. I don't know if it's... If well, we you heard it here first. Hashtag or R-Dub. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for these people. Yeah. They're treading their own path. Yeah. I mean... Industry is growing. It's healthy. Change is healthy. And it's not gonna stop them from... Making another Katniel movie or no, Katniel project yeah. in the future. So I'm very excited for this. Actually, thank you, Miss Mayan of GMA Artist Center. In invite na ako sa premiere night neto. <laughs> Grave, okay. That's how much I Ay, love Katrin Bernardo, okay. queen. And natawa lang ako dito sa trailer kasi parang sabi ni Alden, gusto mo kumain? Sabi ni Katrin, I love you. <laughs> Sobrang marupok lang. Ganun. Okay. Inspiration to us all. <laughs> Hopefully. And... Speaking of Moira, really, same song. Oh, okay. Avenue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see about that. And have our last pop current of the week. Woo. And it is my very first sports report. Oh, man. Go sports. Yeah, sports ball. <laughs> go Raptors. Yeah, go and Raptors. Historic NBA championship win. Yes. Congrats to them. Congratulations. So after forever, the first time they're ever winning. Yeah. The NBA. And up against the arguably like the strongest team in the league currently, which is the Golden State Warriors. Hashtag bandwagon. Okay. I just want. Okay, I want to clarify that I am. I don't normally watch the NBA, but I just happened to be in Toronto because the past week. Oh yeah, and you were. And you could see how crazy the entire city was. Were there you there again. when they actually won, or were you? I back was. I, I I left Toronto game five or something like that. Um, but just seeing how excited people were and just how much this meant to everyone, like it's it's a yes for me. So yeah, yeah. Yes, Definitely. that's a great feat for them for sure. And I read somewhere that basketball or the NBA is going full circle with this because mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. basketball was invented by a Canadian. Yes, and the first ever NBA game was in Toronto. So like, it's poetic justice. <laughs> go Raptors! <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Golden State Warriors have been in the finals for like three consecutive Something years. Something like that. Yeah, or, and. I mean, but kudos to like kudos to them. Like, talagang dramatic yung games, eh? like neck and neck the whole time. So, like, huge respect to both teams and all the players. So, yeah, sports. <laughs> Go sports. <laughs> Sana magkaroon pa tayo ng sports news yeah, kasi yeah, wala yeah. talaga akong alam dun. Pero of course, NBA is like iconic enough. Yes. To not talk about here, and that is our popcorn for this week. We will go on a short break, and of course, we'll be back with Ooh. our extra special guest, yeah. Mr. Manuel Quezon. <laughs> Manuel Quezon himself. Back from the grave. <laughs> or Mr. Raymond Bagatsing. Welcome back to Popcorn Hello. with Cholo Sidiaren and Emil. Hello. And we are here with our extra special guest, Mr. Raymond Bagatsing. Hello. Uh, I'm very happy to be here at, uh, how do you call this show, Popcorn? Yes. Yes. Do you have any popcorn? Popcorn? 
Oh, that's, a, that's a really good not. point. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> good point. Great thing if you guys. That's can true. Just yeah, just we're just gonna munch it every <laughs> time. I have I have some pencil erasers at home in the shape of popcorn, so oh, I can bring those and just like I mean, <laughs> throw them around maybe without it being wasteful. But yes, but we'll we'll take that into we account. We should use erasers. Yes, we should yeah. have pencils too and paper. That's, we usually okay. have like displays here, like the Funko Pops of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sana may Manuel Quezon. Yeah, we should have just Funko gotten Pop a picture of Manuel Quezon. Memoriam dito sa harap. Eventually, I'd love this place to be filled with memorabilia of uh, pop culture items, you know, and Manuel Quezon here. So yeah, you know. we'd love to have that. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. So I have to, um, I have to be the representative of the president himself. So that's yeah. Photo and Manuel Quezon. Yeah, so, yeah, um, Mr. Bagat Singh, of course, is an award-winning... <laughs> I can see it from the screen. You look fine. Oh, right. <laughs> so what you call it? Pop culture messy look, you know, just woke up look. Baguettes, no baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's repping my favorite Avenger as well, Captain yeah. America. Is your favorite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find uh, my favorite, which is um, Iron Man. Oh, but I love him too. That's why I bought it. But, you know, first Iron Man, then... So, of course, Mr. Bugat Singh is joining us to talk about his latest film, uh, Quezon's Game. And, of course, he plays Manuel Quezon in that yeah. movie. Just call me Rama, by the way. Okay. My nickname, sure. yeah. All right. Okay, so... Mr. Cholo. Thank you. Mr. Yeah. Just Cholo is fine. Right. But Americans like calling me Cholo for some weird reason. But Cholo is a But that's Mexican like so Mexican and a yeah, gangster. Hey, Cholo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, thank you, sir, for being here. Yes. Uh, it's an honor for us to have more guests promoting Filipino pop culture. And we're happy you're here. We loved Quezon's game so much. Wow, that's you. what made me invite Rama here in the yeah, first place. Thank you. Thank you for we're really happy me. to have him here. And of course, we last saw him in um, teleseries such as Pusong Ligao and Precious Hearts Romances. Yeah. Araw Gabi. Oh, <laughs> Versatility. Before Quezon's oh. Game. And can I just say, I loved watching you on Nginig <laughs> way, way back. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That was wild. Yeah, I mean, like, sobrang OG. memory <laughs> Like, I love horror. I love horror movies so yeah. much. And yeah, I same, guess yeah. one of my... The things that brought me to that love for horror is watching Inig yeah. every Saturday on ABS-CBN. I think you know, Inig was kind of a pop culture at that time. Mm. Our director and um, concept creator was from New York. He was a oh really? He was a Filipino, but uh, he was uh, he grew up there, so we had a, a very New York kind of uh, treatment to it. That's why it's really cool. And you know, at that time, I think mga Pinoy horror stories were such a big thing. What do you call those books? Like Filipino horror stories with true the different Filipino ghost stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True Filipino ghost stories. There was like stories. a book oh, series that came out yeah, yeah. With called True Filipino Ghost Stories. Yeah. I think they had like 16 volumes of a that. A lot of volumes, yeah. Oh, wow. I love those. I love so them. yeah, I think, I don't know, I don't. I can't remember what Nginig episode was scary, but I remember you being the host. And yeah, I, would, <laughs> and, um, I think there were more, if I remember correctly, there were four psychics from UP. Oh, so how was it working? Um, college psychic. Uh, they had a group. I, I forgot the group's name. How was it working in that show? I mean, let's, it's it a seg. weird. <laughs> really cool. Because we would meditate on top of, uh, let's say, there was one time, I think it was in late then, there was a landslide and hundreds of people died. 
and even children died. The whole school, whole, I'm not sure, I don't remember it anymore if it's grade school or uh, preschool, but it was covered in the, uh, the mudslide, mm-hmm. landslide. And so we were on top of that, and there were a lot of dead people underneath, which were not buried yet. They didn't have time. It's uh, too much. They took out as much as they can. And we had to meditate on top of it. Wow. So <laughs> I was like, do you, you guys really want to do this? It's a really interesting you know? day on the job yeah, as, as an, as an actor. What if someone starts going, <laughs> <laughs> Were there any instances where minilto kayo on the show? <laughs> or something creepy happened? On yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, there was a time in Manila that uh, it was really dark. This old building, really dark, and all we had were candles. And sometimes it was just really small flashlights. Because a psychic said that we should go around and we shouldn't have too too much bright light. And um, and someone said, ayo, 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 and we just started <laughs> <laughs> directions. And I'm like, did anyone really see? It? Nah, <laughs> nah. You don't know. There was about seven of us, the crew, and everything. When someone goes nuts, you, you go. You, yeah, yeah, running with them too. And they'd go inside before you would, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it always felt creepy, but me myself, I never really, really saw anything. I felt something weird, you know, like hair mm-hmm. down oh. yeah, my arms, back of the neck, but I didn't really see them. But the psychics it was interesting because they would read what happened to that let's say that building and 95 percent mostly they were right they knew there was somebody who hung himself there wow. there was a, a drama that happened someone got killed by a wife etc and that's why they call it a haunted building mm. and that's where you would usually tape the show or was it for that it, episode? it was in different uh, different locations depending on um what was happening that week or uh, which what what story was uh, interesting that they covered and they researched so it could be a calamity it could be a murder it could be just uh, a place where ghosts are just uh, are seen most of the time they should so. probably revive that show yeah no, I think it's good. Good. Really pop culture don't you think hello abscbn <laughs> <laughs> i would love of, that uh, a lot of audience really like and would you be open to returning to that if ever? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. As Manuel Quezon. <laughs> Back uh, from the dead. Everybody that is a ghost <laughs> behind me. <laughs> I, okay, that, oh, that was really cool, by the way. <laughs> the, the way you just managed to switch voices. Yeah. That's me switch yeah, buttons. Just, <laughs> they're in the back of my head now, you know. I just tap into it and I get possessed by Manuel Quezon. <laughs> and okay. speaking of Manuel Quezon, of course, you are the star of Quezon's game, which came out. Few weeks this ago, month, yeah. a few weeks ago, and congratulations on the success. Yes, it's been in theaters for three weeks. Yeah, yes, thank you very much. Yes, we're very happy that. Uh, I mean, it was really nerve wracking to see how long it will stay in the theaters, mm-hmm. how far it will fare compared to the more um, formulaic uh, movies. So I'm very thankful that um, we're in selected theaters now, but uh, we're still alive, and uh, there are still more people posting on social media and sharing what they thought about uh, and, and how inspired and how touched they were because of the film. So um, we're all very happy to, uh, to hear, hear that development. And also we're looking forward to the possibility of Kedlin's um, game being shown theatrically in the U.S. Wow. And hopefully, yes, I heard this from the grapevine, not confirmed yet, but a lot more people who know people, uh, people who organize these things, uh, said, um, Perhaps by October they will show it in the U.S. and that's a possibility in Canada and Australia and New Zealand where they're um, 
a number, a, quite a big number of uh, uh, Filipino immigrants are. And they heard about the movie and uh, much talked about, not only here, but in those areas. And they're really clamoring for it to be shown. And that's a great feat. I mean, especially in this political climate where immigrants are not necessarily mm, it's, it's accepted a, everywhere. It's I a mean, big sort of issue right now. And I mean, it was it was watching the movie. I was I really was sort of overwhelmed by the end. Like I, I was struggling not to cry in front of a bunch of strangers I was watching <laughs> it by myself. But it was it was great to sort of see like a film like this assert like our independence and assert the fact that we as Filipinos can do the right thing just because it is the right thing to do. So it's, right. I, I mean, like, I, I haven't felt proud like that after watching a, a Filipino movie in like a long time. So yeah. thank you guys. And thank you to everyone who uh, involved in making it for. Yes, uh, I will definitely uh, let them. And it's just, you know, you guys are, <laughs> I'm thankful for being part of it. And, you know, yeah, I'm only a small part of the movie, mm -hmm. really. Um, it's just that it's is the title holder, but um, the movie is uh, it's a holistic accomplishment, you know, an ensemble of great filmmakers uh, uh, and the great actors. I'm and just, shout out to our friend Dren Pavia if he's yes. listening right now. We were just telling oh, one of the Rama right here. Yeah, yeah. He was on the, he was on the writing team. team. Yeah, yes, he was star creative. So with Janice uh, Perez and uh, Dean Rosen. I know there's another name I'm forgetting. I'm sorry, I forget your name, but hello uh, to everyone. Congratulations, the Catron team. Congratulations, yeah, Star yeah. Cinema. We hope you make yes. more movies like this. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Yes. I mean, I didn't even know that um, Manuel Quezon or the Philippines accepted immigrants from that great war, World War II. And that was just amazing to think that our country, however small we are, can do that. Yeah. and go against the Americans in a sense na, okay, we'll try to accept these um, immigrants to make our, to save them essentially and to make our country great also in building Quezon City, which is arguably the best city. <laughs> I love Quezon City so much. <laughs> yeah. And I think what's also, what was also impressive to me is the fact that I feel like there are a lot of Filipino movies out there that once in a while, they employ international actors, and from time to time, they don't always come off as um, c completely convincing. But here, this international cast is like it's really, really it's, like this whole ensemble is really well put together. And yeah. I remember just being um, really taken by uh, Billy Ray Gallion, like his sort of performance as yes. Alex Frieder. He's amazing. Yeah, and amazing actor. From I know. LA. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yes, he's from. LA. And I, been an experience. Yeah, I believe he was on Lost even. So was he? Yeah, that's, wow. That's what told me. So I, I guess the the scenes you shared with him in particular, like what what were those like? What was the experience like, sort of? Me and uh, Billy, uh, um, I told him I was honored to work with him. We always had a really good rapport, a good chemistry, and uh, especially the moment when we were crossing out the names. Mm. Of, uh, that's like my favorite yes. moment. Yeah, and he was so really really there and um we didn't really talk about the scene so he prepared and i prepared and we just saw each other in the scene and we both looked at each other and we were about to cry because we were connecting to each other's emotional energy and it just it was just swirling between us and we were just looking and he was crying and that 
And after that, that scene, we were just so filled with amazing emotional experience that we had to uh, embrace each other and thank each other. And we said, thank you for being generous. I could feel you. And he said, I can feel you too. And it was a great scene. And one of the uh, favorites of the viewers, actually. And you could really feel it. Like, even me just sitting on the theater. Yeah. That moment when they revealed that you could only choose 200 people. And I was like, wow. And you're all going to die. Yes. Those who you crossed out. But I also would like to, if ever, um, give credit to Dean Daniel Rosen, the son of um, our director, Matthew Rosen, because his powerful, um, uh, the songs, the soundtrack that he created mm, for Kedron's yeah. Game. Dean is a, a, a really amazing that, uh, theatrical um, actor, singer, uh, TV, um, TV and movie, and, but he's also a composer, and that, that was a, an operatic composer. He composed most of the songs, which won him a, cu- a couple of awards in uh, international festivals. So it was amazing. So it elevated the yes, scene. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, the music, because, you know, if you remember the scene Manuel Kazan put on his... Uh, old um vinyl record and then they started crossing it out so yeah to set up the mood for it and it's like a thematic moment as well because he was seen playing vinyls earlier in the film as well so it's yes. like it's not just there for the sake of that scene as well yeah yes. it's like a character moment in itself and yes. it's really amazing the story is just like well put together and moving yeah as i said especially in this time but we're curious to know as well, um, how did you get into this role? I heard you actually auditioned for it more than just being handed the role. Yeah, so that was a, that's really a nice anecdote because um, I was doing Pusun Ligang, which you mentioned earlier, and uh, we got home at 6 a.m. in the morning, and I checked my phone, and I got, received a text asking, telling me that, Hi, Raymond, I, we got your number, contact number from your uncle, Raul, at the Bagatsing compound in Pasay because I used to live there and mm-hmm. we'd like to offer you a movie. Would you like to come by in Makati Poblacion area around 9 a.m.? And I said, 9 a.m. That gives me one hour to get home, one hour to take a shower. I'll sleep in the <laughs> van by 8 o'clock all the way to Makati. Been less, less than 40 minutes of sleep. Oh, my gosh. The producer. I'm like, is this worth it? So I said, I might get the but probably a good movie mm-hmm. you know it's an indie film and i miss um, i miss making a movie so even though i don't really have the time i'll because if it's a good project i'll fit it in so when i got there i was you know the director came by and uh, he explained to me the movie and i was like oh all right then he said um you know my wife saw you and he she knows you and uh, we're looking for um our Kazon and we thought about you and so here's the speech of Kazan and um, would you like a few minutes to study that when you're ready let us know and you can go and go, go where uh, audition <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was an audition I thought you're gonna give me the project I'm oh. like I haven't slept my brain is not working I've only had 40 minutes sleep and I'm like and he looked at me like I'm like okay yes all right coffee please I need coffee <laughs> I need to break my mind up and so I just went and did it and uh, it was a momentous time because people were clapping after the audition. It was a long speech. Uh, I mean, these were from the Filipino staff that they had. And when, the, when I looked at the director, he didn't look happy. He was like, oh. <laughs> kind of stunned. I didn't know if he was thinking, like, what a terrible 
<laughs> Terrible reading. And I went. So I was passing through these people going. <laughs> he goes, okay, Raymond, thank you. Uh, we'll just give you a call. If you usually hear that, that means he's never going to call. Because he never said anything. He didn't uh -huh. really say, you know, that was okay. That was And I was on my way home. I, should, I, I knew it. I should have just stayed home. <laughs> now I am going to bring home disappointment with me. So I didn't hear from him for two months. Oh, wow. okay. So I thought he was totally like, um, you know, so ego, you know, ego, like, oh, I just left. left. <laughs> now I have that one to put in uh, one loss again. And then finally someone texted again. It happened again. I, I, I just got home at 6 a.m. in the morning <laughs> and said, can you come to the office for a final casting? You made it to the final audition. And I go, wow, I made it to the final audition. It's still not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't slept. Should I do it? Should I go there? I said, I text, you know, I summed up the courage to text her and say, if I go there, can you guarantee to me that you'll give me the role? I'll, I'll really do my best. I mean, you can direct me. Tell the director that I'm a very, I, I will follow his direction. Yeah. <laughs> I look like Kazan and, you know, like, let me ask, wait, 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 let me ask the director. And she came back and said, Raymond, the director said you pretty much have it. Um, I don't remember the specific percentage, but I think he's like, you probably, you have it like 90%, 90%, but you just have to come in here and do the final reading. And 10% is not mine. What if that's a disappointment? That's what he chooses. <laughs> and like, there is this, uh, you know, like, Oh, should I go? Should I sleep? Should I go? What the hell? Sleep. Now, this time I started fixing myself, uh -huh. looking like Kazon. I really got into the Kazon demeanor. I, I put more of a, like a concentrated energy, more focused than before, because I was lax, thinking that they would just offer me the movie. And so I drank coffee this time, and I was ready. I was wearing a white suit. Really, I was just wearing weird pants, <laughs> because hopefully they'll just take me from up here. Uh -huh. You know, so if you look at me from up here, I look really good. I'm like, <laughs> wearing rubber shoes and all. yeah and um so he said you know raymond uh thank you for coming in and i know we haven't heard from us for a while and um, um if you only know i i had to struggle to uh i was fighting with the uh, the producers that you were the kazon you were the perfect one for this part because everyone has suggestions mm -hmm. and so there were uh, quite a bit of a uh, number of good actors too that Without mentioning the names, I thought they were also really good, but uh, I'm very lucky. That's wow. a really That's, nice yeah. long story about the long story. Yeah. And we all, I only have one month to answer your question, one month to prepare. I didn't really have much time. It was very daunting. It was scary. I didn't think I was going to be prepared for it, but I was lucky. My post only got ended. Oh, it so ended I already. I had like a whole month to prepare and to research and to, you know, turn off my phone and memorize this line and we had a lot of revision so i always have to like put in something new to the, to, to the memory and it's not easy to ad-lib because of the way he speaks it's very mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. and um and then we also had one week rehearsal even like a couple of weeks before the shooting we actually went through the highlight scenes they rented a hall they fixed it up with lightings and uh, the cameras and we had camera people and staff without the costume but we already went over and over scene so we had a rapport so when we got to the set a lot of us as actors really understood 
who our characters were. Mm-hmm. It was very Western way of uh, filmmaking. Yeah. Very time-consuming for Filipinos who are always on the go and on the rush, you know. <laughs> and have teleseries and tapings. Teleseries. <laughs> okay, shoot <laughs> a character, but this, our director, Matthew Rosen, is British-Jewish. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, he wanted to take his time. That's just the way he does when he works. It seems, that's my observation. He really takes his time. He makes sure that everything is all set up and well and before he executes. But getting into the role of Manuel Quezon, how much did you take in? Like, did you read books, watch videos? I didn't have time to read a book because there was only one month left. If I would read a book, biography, it would take quite a bit of time. Then I wouldn't be able to study my script, which is another like a hundred, a hundred, um, it would be like a hundred pages. And so all I want, I all I researched was that part of his life during the Jewish uh, time. So I went on uh, went on online to uh, research articles about it, and I found some videos on it. Um, and then I studied a few of his speeches that had uh, he spoke English, mostly Spanish and Tagalog, and to get a feel of his uh, his pacing and uh, his accent. Um, I always say I've never heard him speak to anyone, so I because it's usually different when someone speaks rhetorically in front of people, uh, rhetoric mm-hmm. uh, uh, on the podium, uh, rather than uh, speaking to someone naturally. So I'm just lucky. I I just said okay. Hopefully he speaks this way, mm-hmm. and hopefully I'm just gonna try to find a state of mind and the mannerism will just follow. So I was lucky that. I always say I was possessed by him because first thing I do is read my script and watch his. I always have the the TV on his YouTube videos playing over and over again all day, all day. So I had to like obsessively fill myself. Hashtag ginig pala na possession. Emmanuel Yeah, I had to possess his uh, full circle. Yeah. I had to, you know. I mean, it, up. It, it's really impressive that that all took place in a month because you yes. sound completely different in the movie. Like it's it's really really it's impressive. amazing. So, um, there's a very specific sort of cadence to the way he speaks that isn't. That's the word. It's cadence, not yeah. like normal American English. It's you can clearly see where the Filipino ends and the American begins, and it's like this weird combination. A bit of the Spanish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is in there. Um, yes, I was, I was, uh, very lucky that, uh, I, I worked well with my other co-actors and I could only be President Kazan if they believe me to be President Kazan, because it would depend, my action will depend on my co-actors. From what I've learned, no acting, acting is really no acting. Mm-hmm. So this is from Meisner, Sandy Meisner, one of the greatest teachers in the U.S. internationally. He said, don't do anything unless your other actor, the other actor makes it. So I'll just stand there and try to be as believable as President Kazan. If they respond to me with that awe, as if they would the president, then it, will, it would come naturally to me to uh, have this uh, chemistry uh, dialogue. With and on the set, of course, I had to focus a lot, focusing on Manuel Kazan rather than Raymond, who Raymond Bukitsing is. Um, I tried not to play too much on the set. I had tried to be as dignified and as quiet as possible. If no one's talking to me, I'm just quiet. sleeping <laughs> or napping or studying my script. Either that or watching people sometimes. When people, one of my co-actors, want to play, like, hey, I'm 
start walking away. Because <laughs> I might lose myself into that. Yeah. You know, and that's really the thing playing with a co actor. And if, you, if I go on, on a take on a set, I might carry that over. So I was very careful. Keep my consistency. It wasn't easy because, you know, it's a little lonely being too focused. But it paid off. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But like on a set, is it already understood between all the co-actors that, okay, I'm in my zone, don't bother me that like much? Was, was there a note passed around that said, don't talk to Raymond? He's <laughs> Manuel Cazan right now. Uh, I think they knew how uh, extensive the role was because they saw that a lot of the scenes I was in it and there were really long lines. And they knew because the film was 75% English. Mm -hmm. And even their part, they had to focus on it themselves. I mean, it was a period, 1930s mm -hmm. movie, and everyone, everyone had to get into the character. Dwight Eisenhower, he mm -hmm. couldn't just play someone who's in the military. He had to play, he had to research Dwight Eisenhower. The other one had to play Paul McNutt. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and all the other, like Aurora, Rachel Alejandro. Uh, baby. Baby. <laughs> and she was also, yeah. you know, she was also there. Uh, and Billy Ray, so... Uh, we all knew because the director was, uh, he was pretty focused and hands-on and letting everyone know and not just letting everyone know, we saw from the script and uh, the videos that we had to watch, the genocide during that time. And so there was much death and it was a serious, it was a serious movie that had to make a statement, not only um, in the Philippines, but also internationally. So it was a serious, uh -huh. it was serious stuff. So we all knew that. Yeah. You know? So, which is good. That's why we all kind of gelled. And I really hope the world gets to see this even more to see, to show that yeah. this is the Filipino spirit yes. and what we offer. Yeah. We're always known for our hospitality and this is. And food. <laughs> and I just food. wanted to mention, yes. And food. mangoes. I was thinking, mangoes. I, was, I don't know why I'm thinking of Lechon, but I'm just happen to be thinking of Lechon oh, right God. now. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a vegetarian, so I don't eat Lechon. Oh, okay. But you can buy manga because there's overflow of oh, mangoes right now. Really? Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> people are like selling. We have this uh, group called Ateneo Trade on Ateneo. In Ateneo, and I think people were selling like kilos of mangoes they're buying from farmers to support the oh, like the yeah to support the overflow of the supply of mangoes so they're selling it to other people and people are actually buying i'm not so sure about the price how much is mango now <laughs> 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 per kilo the put on the spot see <laughs> that's expensive is that expensive that's only about two or three pieces well, but it's really good. Farmer farmers, I guess. Yeah. So after the release, of course, we've heard all of this word of mouth. I mean, we watched it ourselves, and we were. You watch it, if I may. I watched it in Gateway on June second. Memorize. Oh, which day was that? Um, that was, which day was uh, Saturday or Sunday, I, and it was a full house. I wa I watched it SM North Ed's on day one. I remember. Uh, well, I watched it once, but on day one. Day one. And I, I was really happy to see that when the credits started rolling, people didn't just start walking away. They just sort of stayed and absorbed it. And then when the clips came up of the, the, the actual Jews who were, who were saved, they sat and listened to like, all the 
you know all the interviews and whatnot so there yeah. was lingering interest really so that was actually a pretty profound yeah there was a response uh, from, from the audience yeah still. i think that also made me cry because mm-hmm. our first um, vip screening did not have oh okay okay the last oh. clips um the experiences of the the jews that survived and uh, i remember crying more yeah and I, a lot of people said it really touched and my audience was actually even clapping yeah, yeah, yeah. which you don't really Same, yeah. like experience that much I these mean, days sometimes it's a tough crowd to, to get people mm-hmm. to, to applaud like that so i was thinking also that that was the first day so yeah yeah uh, i'm sure what time did you watch in like the mid-afternoon so, so. i think it was uh, it wasn't as full as, yeah it wasn't but because it came later on i think the full yeah uh, yeah theater started coming in in the second week because word of mouth because mm-hmm. the beginning was like oh it's historical film sure <laughs> it's in film. like almost black yeah. and white yeah right. i'm sure it's what, not as uh, like um kind of luna was very intense so i was we're very happy by the second week it started January. Yeah, I mean, you guys have survived through the premiere of like the new X Men movie. You survived the premiere of the oh, new Men true. in Black movie. Yeah, actually, so uh, yeah. yeah, and Godzilla. And Godzilla even. Which, so. Yeah, which double my uh, my fear. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. It was nerve wracking. I'm just so happy. Oh, happy just the fact that you guys invited me because. Because I wouldn't be here if not for Kenneth. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> it's what we really want to talk about. Yeah, Trollogist Trollo really wanted to talk about Ninig. So <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why. Next time, we'll Ninig throwback episode. Yeah. Na <laughs> Halloween. Calling, calling we Ninig should. Ninig <laughs> part two. <laughs> but are we expecting like more Kazon from you? Potentially. like Maybe like before this story. Because right now there's an increase of all these historical movies. It's more like it's becoming our own cinematic universe, such as General Luna and Goyo. But now that Kazon Manuel's uh, Kazon's game came out, you know, are we expecting more from you, probably, or I don't more, know, uh, movies of uh, of you as Manuel Kazon? Of Manuel Kazon, I'm not really sure, but uh, right now Manuel Kazon is uh, still very alive. Uh, uh, I'm very happy to mention that even politicians, public servants, I'd rather use that term, that uh, Mayor uh, Joy Belmonte uh, had a block screening of the film in, um, at the Dolphy Theater, ABS-CBN, and, um, and uh, she loved it. She said she'd uh, bring it to block screenings also in um, Quezon City School, since it's Quezon in Quezon City, so she wanted the... Um, our students to know about Kazon and same with Senator, Senator Sonny Angara, who also had a block screening at Rockwell. And so he was very touched and very happy. And, 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 and more are, uh, are finding their way, wanting to screen, do more block screenings. Cool. So it's still, still alive and we still have the, the international screening and, uh, so I think there's more activities, and I think I will be Kazan for a while, you know. With the awesome accent. <laughs> yes, with the awesome accent. As you can see, it's very different from how yes, I'm speaking no. person. <laughs> and I'm just really happy that we're given more material 
to know more about our old presidents or old national heroes because I didn't even I, I didn't see this part of Manuel Quezon yeah. in my history books in grade oh, school yeah, and no, high definitely. school. Like the only thing I knew is like we live in the city. He's he's on money. Yeah, he's I didn't even know on he was money. On the yeah, yeah. All I knew was Quezon Avenue, Quezon oh, City, yeah. Memorial Circle. So kudos to the whole team again. And we will be back with more interviews with Mr. Bagat Singh. And that was Sway by Paolo Sandejas. Westlife, the 20 tour celebrating 20 years of hits coming in July 29 to 30, 2019 at Araneta Coliseum. Tickets, on our, tickets are on sale now at ticketnet.com.ph or call 911-5555 presented by Wilbros Live. Hashtag Westlife Manila 2019. And we are back on Popcorn. Yay. Here with us still is Mr. Raymond Bagat Singh or Rama as Rama, he told yeah. us to call him <laughs> earlier. Uh, and Emil, our yes, hello. Twitter master. Oh, stop it, stop it. <laughs> Twitter master. No. I, I call him that because if you check his Twitter account... I'm just yes. noisy, okay? I'm noisy. That's <laughs> I, I, love your, I, lo- I love your tweets. I'll just thank say you. expressive. Ex- thank you. I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> I'm very expressive. He has amazing pop culture reviews and nice. that's why I like having him here as well because we like oh, to discuss these oh, things with him. Oh, no. Uh, more in touch with oh, oh god I <laughs> know <laughs> okay nasa listahan ka na oh god after yeah never mind <laughs> thank you so anyway going back oh, to god. our interview um, of course you've been one of the Philippines respected actors for a long time now and I just we're just curious to know what other roles are you like would you like to portray in the future given especially that you won Gawad Orian and all those awards. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'd like to uh, play a superhero. Ooh. Um, you know. Interesting. We know superhero. Maybe a, uh, I was, it was very touching today because someone uh, gave her a, a review of the film. So she even said, you know, I really like you as Kazan and also uh, you're a pretty good actor. And um, hopefully when do, they do uh, a Pinoy version of uh, Iron Man, you can play... <laughs> kind of have a semblance of him, him as well. Oh, I'm sure you love that, yeah. Move, you know? yeah. So yeah, I'd love to do something like that. Maybe in like the Dharna universe they're trying to establish. Maybe, yeah. Yes, maybe they could, yeah. Would, 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 you, would you go for a superhero or supervillain? Or an anti-hero? Ah, oh, I don't know. It depends. Yeah, okay. that's a good question. I, I think I'll have to uh, cross that bridge when I'm off. Okay, okay. You know. But I must say, Bagay na bagay sa superhero si yeah. Rama. Oh, thank you. Like, pwede nang maging Captain America sa tabi natin. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, you do get offered that yeah, superhero role. that'd be super cool. Actually, that would be awesome. I have of writing my own. Oh, oh yeah, go I for it. I had that thought before you guys... I'm not sure if it was from your email, but I did have that thought today. Like, maybe we should work on something like a... Uh, think of a story like Pinoy Iron Man. What would we call it? He'd have to be like also uh, like a, a rich uh, boy bakal. Yeah, and I, I said <laughs> like that. Mangyero. Ba- oh, yes, right, boy bakal. It's probably a gym instructor by day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, write, it writes itself, yeah. So you heard it here first. Oh, yeah, We're already yeah, yeah. developing. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we'd Uh-oh. love to consult on that. Yep. <laughs> public, they're gonna steal my idea. It's okay, just get me for. <laughs> we have physical evidence. It was here first. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Please. Well, like corn. Given that you've mentioned that there are offers and there are also auditions, like how often are roles in general offered, or how often do you have to go to auditions when it comes to like Filipino movies and TV? Um, I haven't really done much audition for Filipino production except for this, um, just because. Maybe I was just too busy working on uh, on Teleserious, which takes so much of our time. You know, we're up like 18 to 20, 23 sometimes. Uh, during the end of a Teleseria, we have the capacity to work more than 24 hours to finish up everything. So um, international films, uh, when they're here, I do get to audition. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay to audition. Not really a problem. It's just uh, hard when you haven't slept. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's a challenge. But like, given the challenges of the teleseria schedule, like, could you mention like what makes being in a teleseria nice or like uh, fulfilling in a sense? Oh, um, for me, teleseria are like uh, <clears throat> they're like the the training of an actor. So you do it regularly, you're shooting, you're on the set three times, three to four times, sometimes five days a week, and you're there really long hours. So you're always, uh, the script comes really late, and so it, it trains you to be fast. Mm. Fast, uh, your reflexes, your memory, um, it keeps you sharp as an actor, which pretty much gives you, it prepares you for a really good, serious film. When they come, an independent film that has... Uh, a really good story and then they're actually the pacing of films are slower mm-hmm. you know they take their time so you have much more time to actually use what you've learned on a teleserious set because not only on a teleserious set would you get trained as an actor but you also get trained to be very patient mm-hmm. there's a lot of waiting you know sometimes there's no waiting but a lot of times there's a lot of waiting and the waiting itself is a challenge is you're just cooped up in that place and spent uh, hours and hours on end. <clears throat> and then uh, they call you at 3 a.m. They still have a scene. You have a heavy scene and you have to cry. You have to get angry. And you have to <laughs> memorize like whole half, uh, half a page. So it, it teaches you to harness uh, the power of concentration at the odd hours and, and uh, at the point of exhaustion. But like, <laughs> it's like a little bittersweet there. But yeah, yeah. I get like three a.m. But I have to pretend it's seven a.m. That I, you know, mm. I just woke up and I'm invigorated and that. Yeah. And sometimes you shoot to air on the yes, day, right? Exactly. And you get pressured. They're rushing you, and you have to cry. But everyone's pressuring you to cry, it's, and you can't cry. It's like acting boot camp almost. It's yes, a, it is yeah, exactly. Yeah. It really trains you uh, in more ways than one. But like, given that you've been in multiple Dallas areas already from before and even until now, uh, have you noticed any changes or like developments in the Dallas area formula or in the stories that you've been given? I have to be careful. <laughs> oh. uh, it's actually, yes, that we have improved, um, especially working hours. Before, I remember, we could work from 24 
to 30 plus hours. Wow. Past, I remember we would work the next day past lunch. And you started like Madaling Arrow, I'm yes, presuming. Madaling Arrow the day before. <laughs> and uh, I'm just lucky that after lunch on the second day, most of my crying scenes were there. <laughs> I, I won most of my Teleseria awards because I was so tired. I was crying <laughs> amazingly. It, it was so natural. I didn't want to stop. The director says, cut. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, wait. It's true. It's Send me home. Pero pag ganyan sa teleserye, mas gusto mo ba yung bida ka or kontrabida? Or may bida kontrabida uh, rules din? I don't din? really mind anything. It just, um, it just depends on the offer and the role is here and I, I base it there. And so if they say, Raymond, in the office, ALB says, uh, you want to do this? And so I read it and I go, it's a, it's a kontrabida role. Yeah, but uh, it has a heart. And, and usually I say to the director, can I just don't do a caricature? Mm-hmm. Can we put some heart? does come from a very pained yeah. experience that's why they become insecure and they become bullied so i i put in a lot of psychological layers mm-hmm. too so it could also be bida but i like going from bida bida you know i like layers of psychology which makes a character interesting i can't be i don't think i would like to be doing just be the good guy I, i'll get bored mm-hmm. from a creative <laughs> artist yeah. actor's point of view uh, it's nice for uh, popularity, you know, but uh, I like stimulation. I like, like getting excited about something that I haven't done. And most intense. Intense. I yeah. feel maging contravida. Very intense. <laughs> and very tiring too. Very, very tiring. <laughs> and you can be mean for a reason. <laughs> like, yes. You're just, you, obviously, you're such a nice person here with us right now, but oh, as a as a contrabida, pwede kang maging yeah. matapobre to someone or something like that. <laughs> well, they, they always say that the, the best way to play like an antagonist or a quote-unquote villain is to not see them as an antagonist or a villain. To really see them, sort of play them just as, as if you, they were right. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That they're justified. It's a, mm-hmm. They're justified meanness because the world is um, harsh on them, you know. And I think a lot of people really uh, relate to that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You it's know, a, it's a very human they experience. Some of the contributors, why is it like broken family? So I, it's it's nice because they remember you. They remember they love you and hate you at the same time. <laughs> and that's the best thing. Sometimes you just really love to hate characters on TV. Yeah. And the contributors are arguably memorable talaga yeah. when you remember all these teleseries f- from the past even until now yes i think i'm going to give credit to contribute this because without <laughs> us the beat is not going to look good <laughs> like yeah, Kimsa Halik. Gonna look good. of course make them look good yeah, yeah antagonists <laughs> yeah. drive the the story forward they're the reason why the heroes have anything to do so. that's right yeah. so the people are saying oh no 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 i have to be mean to you so all the followers will be scared you know for the for the bida yeah Parang yung sa halik lang. Like my mom uh-huh. watches this a lot. Parang visit na visit sila kay Jade, played by um I, re- I don't remember her name, but uh, yun. A really <laughs> effective contribution. Really affect. Uh, kasi parang it's a whole thing with Jericho Rosales and Sam Milby and her. So <laughs> it's a whole thing. Uh-huh. 
So anyway, speaking of Telesarius, um, two of your siblings are actually also in show business. When they got into show business, did they look up to you? Kaya sila pumasok sa showbiz or uh, can was it? Say that? <laughs> they probably say, "Ooh, no, kuya, we don't care about him." Um, I think it's more uh, more on the side of my father because we grew up seeing my father on the screen. He was mm-hmm. the son of the longest-running mayor. In Manila during the martial law, my great my grandfather, Mayor Ramon Bagat Singh, passed away already. But he was there until 1986 until uh, Marcos uh, overthrow. And uh, my father, somewhat of a politician, businessman, he had friends in the industry. Um, you know, he was friends with Dolphy, friends with FPJ, and a lot more. And uh, he had director friends and producer friends, and he was a pretty good-looking guy. And uh, and so they would ask him to be, and he liked the arts. Mm-hmm. So he did some leads, but he never really continued. So he never really pushed himself. But um, he did some lead support. He would do contrabidas, some bidas. And I think because we saw him on the screen a lot, so uh, that influenced me. And then after that, I influenced them in a way. And then, uh, yeah, and. Uh, I think I was the one who really went into it full time and really went into it like seriously. Mm. It wasn't just being an artista, being an actor. And I heard Taking you, s- the, yeah, to the extreme level of uh, <laughs> obsession. And I heard you started when you were fifteen. Actually, was that is that like yes. accurate? <laughs> yes, around that time, because uh, I I I studied in Australia. I was there around ten years old, mm-hmm. and so that's why I didn't really hear about Manuel Quezon. I, you know, I knew about Rizal and the others. And just I would come here for a vacation and talent coordinators in mall. Like, oh, <laughs> that's my job. <laughs> we go to, but for singers and like oh, musicians, yeah. yeah. Well, talent scout, kind of. Kind of like. headhunter. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it gives you a license to stock. Kinda, <laughs> but you know, well. I just, we usually we just listen to music on Spotify and oh. YouTube, and, and then if you like someone, if we like someone, of... we see if they have a label already, oh. and if not, then we try to get them or contact them for an exploratory meeting. And oh, okay. It's yeah, that is uh, not a direct as following them around. No, <laughs> in the mall. No. <laughs> Maybe in gigs, probably, oh. but not really like stalking in yeah. a mall. Because I used to get that like a number of times. Wow. Each time I would come every year during Christmas, I would spend Christmas here, and then like had cards and. But I never really pushed through with it because you know I had to go back. High school was there and college, and it just so happened that uh, one time I stayed here for about a year, and um, I just wanted to experience the Filipino life again. And I didn't really want to study. I wanted. Build a culture. Mm-hmm. My father said, computer science. Okay. I didn't even get my certificate because I wasn't really interested. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I director. Just come. And so first few uh, guestings that I did like in uh, 
in uh, in movies it was first day last day so i would be like the brother of the lead and get into a fight they got to show some martial arts skills and then they shoot me. <laughs> that's a good gig yeah, yeah a couple of times it was like that i would i would it was i was i would be guesting in that day and i would die that day all right so first day last day. <laughs> and would it uh, w- would that be one of the reasons why action was one of the first genres yes you ever took because i love action i was i love bruce lee i was a martial art i love uh, jack and shannon most of the chinese martial arts the drunken master mm. those are pop culture too and um, I did uh, Wing Chun Kung Fu, which is the beginning martial arts of Bruce Lee before he uh, created Jit Kune Do. So it's Wing Chun from Ip Man. Yes, so I studied yeah. that in Melbourne. He was uh, a contemporary of Bruce Lee. They used to train together in Hong Kong Master Sifu, uh, William Chung. And so I was able to use it and, uh, until it kind of spread around the world like, hey, this is kid. Australia. <laughs> And then it, it just started word word about getting to action. Some lead had some contrabida, you know. And then until until I got guested, no, until some of the scenes in one of these uh, some of these action flicks had crying scenes. It had dialogue. Oh, <laughs> that's right. And then I was, and, and then they realized, party palasha. He doesn't just know how to use a gun and shoot and fight and do fight scenes. He can act uh, as a drama, and um, then they will guest me some more. Uh, more on a dramatic uh, TV guesting, uh, television. Uh, they used to call it telecine. Mm. So it was a movie for TV that we shoot specifically, not for a theater. It goes straight to TV. And that's when I pretty much discovered my own dramatic uh, capacity. And also, I somewhat fell in love with the psychological process. I, I was I always enjoyed psychology at a young age. Punching and beating someone up, you know, it was more challenging. But what can you say was the role that made you say, "Oh, ito na yun, ko na talaga yung acting"? For a drama, yeah. I mean, and, really, for being an actor, yeah, just an action star. It's it's when I uh, I did a my very first theater play, directed by uh, director Lito Kasai for Dramatis Persona. I did a a German. A German uh, play from the Goethe Institute, was, mm. uh, and he chooses a lot of really deep um, intellectual English plays, um, and uh, it was called The Man Outside, and so it was a, only a few characters, a very intimate theater, we had a really cross theater, and the audience were just next to us, so if you were scared of, <laughs> of audience, you will, you're going to lose that, uh-huh. you had inhibitions as an actor. You lose that. I had to cry there. My my spit was flying to the audience because they were so close and they were there with me and I had to cry and I had to I had uh, a, a, a deep layers of psychological uh, struggle uh, drama and um, I remember Tita Lorley Villanueva, a respected theater teacher and actress um, she workshopped me trying to get that uh, that emotion out and taught me how to bring tension to my body and and I worked with her and then after the play she said, No, now you can do anything. Because it was really hard. It was really hard. The lines were really deep and it was an intellectual piece. Um, I really discovered my intellectual side and also my 
capacity for psychological harnessing, harnessing those emotions. And so and then word started getting around that, oh, I can act, you know, uh, he's pretty cultured, he did theater. And then he started, started getting more roles for theater, getting more dramatic roles. And he was lucky enough to begin winning uh, awards because of the, the serious project that would be offered to me. I guess destiny took over. That's really where I was meant to go. And then action started to die down. And now you're the president. <laughs> so, like, privileged. Yes, I'm very privileged. Um, Medjo, not related to that, but checking your Instagram, you seem to be like super into fitness. <laughs> like, as for I mean, you were. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's I had surprising. Here today, I think I said, um, behind President Kazon because I was showing a, a physical update, my abs. <laughs> after workout pump and I was talking about my new workout circuit training yeah I'm big into fitness I've always appreciated the human body uh, I love how we can carve it we can shape it through workout and diet and discipline and it shows I'm oh, like a blob <laughs> beside you yeah. and I'm like so cute. I'm like bones thank you thanks let's spread it out yeah let's spread it out let's spread it out ano na tayo Press superhero din kasama tayo sa Avengers ni yes Rama local Avengers <laughs> yeah oh god no actually you know what since you're wearing Captain America shirt I remember watching that first Captain America movie with Chris Evans and I remember oh, yeah. him because he starts out as skinny, really skinny and he, he mentioned that he mentions that he's like 95 pounds and I, re- I remember being like that's how much I weigh <laughs> that's me <laughs> so, yeah exactly so one day you actually remind me of um, the other guy who played the Hulk what's his Oh, name. Edward Norton. Yes, that's right. He was Thanks, yeah. Skinny and, I love Edward and he Norton. Was intellectual. Thanks. And I could be Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Thor is great. Thor. He is amazing. <laughs> he is my mood. No, he's great. He's great. He's great. But yeah. No wait. So with re- with regard to the fitness thing, though. So do you think like, uh, with acting, were did you, did that sort of help you? become more in tune with sort of your own physicality your own body as well um really um uh, aside from the fascination of uh, that male machismo wanting to be you know confident about himself and respected by other males growing up it was pretty much like that you want to show off your muscles and how strong you are but when i became an actor for me um there were a lot of times um You'd have projects, and then you won't have projects for months. And that was my way of coping with, uh, you know, being idle. I didn't want to be idle. Um, it was an easy climb to success. Uh, lots of uh, mistakes along the way. Um, so there were times that six months you won't have a project, still waiting, and you're like, uh, to your manager, is there a project? Is there a project yet? And there's no project. And so, I used it to keep sane. So, you know, I was self-supporting at a young age because I grew up in Australia and I enjoyed living alone, being independent. And so that was your bread and butter. 
you know you try not to to rely on anyone so i had i need work to pay for my rent and all that so i would use whatever money i had um on gym membership mm. okay until you really you're like oh this is great um it builds confidence and it helps with your career and it helps with your focus and your discipline and for now it's very important for me because it keeps me healthy to last the long hours of shoots of television uh, work at the same time i get to release my stress the whole day of working crying as an actor getting angry and going through all these my rads of emotions i could lift heavy weights and grunt like the hog <laughs> and you feel so relieved afterwards like ah! <laughs> Be the contra be the yeah, gym, beast mode sa gym. Yeah, yeah. So you get to let okay. out so much steam. But like in Kesson's game, there were scenes now you were, you had cigar. Was that real cigar or like, parang prop oh, cigar? Uh, <laughs> Given that you know fitness is a thing, it's very hard to smoke. I've experienced smoking something for a scene, um, especially if the scene is a very meticulous scene. And I experienced when I was doing 1898 Los Ultimos de Filipinas. It was a Spanish film. And I, it was the last soldier, Spanish soldiers left in Baler. And it was Sony Pictures in Spain. And so I had the scene and they gave me this camel, uh, no filter. And I had to smoke it. So I don't like to fake it. If you're a smoker of film, you can tell if someone's faking it. Bring it here. You have to, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a Marlboro light, and I don't really smoke. And so it, it gave me a real camel red, and it was, it took about 20 tanks. Oh, oh my God. From different <laughs> angles, and I kept smoking, and after a while, I was wondering why I couldn't remember my lines. <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying weird things, and I was like, this, this, this. I, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Raymond, are you okay? Yeah, uh, I'm fine. This is how you pronounce it. And I couldn't follow the director's, you know, his directing of the Spanish. And I just kept doing it until I'm sorry, I'm dizzy. And I, and they had to cut. And my co-actor said, bro, you're turning green. Wow. <laughs> I think it was nicotine poisoning. Oh, my God. Oh my it, was gosh. 30 in, it wasn't one scene I would inhale like five times. So time that by 30, 150 oh, man. inhalation. I really turned green, I said. So it was nicotine poisoning. So they gave me a Coke and they fanned me and we had to stop. And so I said, okay, um, this is not going to work. I can't smoke this cigar. I'm going to get dizzy as a on and I might end up with tuberculosis. So, uh, we used vape inside the. Mm. It was a tobacco and then they the bore a hole in oh, okay. And they put uh, a vape. Hashtag technology. Yeah. <laughs> Movie magic. Yes, and there was no caffeine there, just flavored sick. Oh, smoke. okay. So what flavor did you have? Actually, <laughs> oh, we had strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why even after rehearsals, we're talking to each other. Okay. Cool, cool. Matrying flavors. It was really yummy without the nicotine. Interesting. So but it's kind of fun um, behind the scenes too. But like talking about fitness, do you have like the secret to not aging? Because you should, you still look the same as I remember you from Ninig again, going back to Ninig. Yeah, and you look arguably better, pangan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I really my diet 
Well, I've been a vegetarian for almost 20 years. Wow. I don't eat meat at all for 20 years. These days, I only eat meat, some eggs, because I work out. But I was a pure vegetarian for 18 years. No meat whatsoever, no fish whatsoever. And I was like a raw vegan for a year and a half. I didn't eat anything cooked. Wow. wow. Raw fruit, raw vegetable, shake, smoothies. Um, so I get extremes into uh, trying different diets. And I also fast. I, I do intermittent fasting. I, I only eat about six to eight hours after waking up. So, and then I work out hungry. I have all these ways. Then I take lots of, lots of kale juices every day. I take a lot of always salad when I eat. And then I fast, at least, I try to fast two to four times a month, every Sunday around. I broke my fast today. I fasted from the other day. It reached up to about 38 hours. I didn't eat anything. Wow. I didn't wow. drink anything, only in the morning for about a liter. And so that, that detoxifies you yeah. and then gets rid of your you know, dead cells. And, I learned this from my yogic lifestyle because I'm a mm. yoga instructor from the U.S. And so I'm into meditation. I meditate two to three hours or more a day. I've been doing that for more than 20 years. That's amazing. Yes, I, yeah. I do tantric meditation. I was, I was <laughs> you know, I was uh, initiated by an Indian monk who became kind of my spiritual guide for so long. And so I got into this yogic lifestyle, Indian not really Indian, but that's, that's where it came from. I, I do yoga almost every day. I'm a yoga instructor. I have four or five positive. And all these things, um, I guess, what it does is it just calms you. It, it takes you away. It takes you away from the, the, the buzz, the mental buzz that goes around in a city. So uh, I think that helps. That's amazing. <laughs> we now know the secret to looking as great as oh, Raymond yeah. Bhagat Singh. Thank you. Maybe Paul Rudd does yes, the same thing. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd, people are saying he hasn't aged yeah, like, as well. Yes. So like maybe that's what he does. I think also, <laughs> I think the, also the disposition. Yeah. If you're just, I don't think about my age. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think about the past. To say, this was me then. This is me now. And I'll just think now. This was me and this has always been me. And I'm the same as I was then. And I do the same thing as I did then. I do backflips. I do a lot of crazy stuff. And, I can do a lot of crazy physical feet. And I don't, I never tell myself that I am just this age. I'm just me. I'm here and I'm alive. Hmm. And I make sure I'm, I try to be in the moment and have fun and enjoy people. Life lessons. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. I think if you see Paul Rudd, he's always very light. Up, right? That's true. Uh -huh. He's always, it's, it's so good watching him. It makes you feel good. He's just in a good place. He doesn't say, I'm already 40. I, maybe I should act serious. <laughs> That's you know? actually true. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people say, I had to put an older voice, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. an older demeanor. <laughs> we will take note of that. In, so I don't look like years. fat Thor. Hey, <laughs> hey. But you're still cute. Thank okay. you. <laughs> it works still, you know. 
Naka flatter <laughs> naman. Thank you. Take the compliment, Chola. <laughs> yes, I will. I it's, it's recorded. Thanks. <laughs> you guys remind me of Abbott and Costello. Oh, hey, pop I, I, I love that. Yeah, that's, really that's, that's a they great, are, that's a great uh, comparison. You should put a pop culture here. That's your, uh, so hi. It should be you guys wearing their costumes. It's a Halloween yeah, episode. With, with the bowler hats and the, the <laughs> mustaches. Oh, okay. yeah. We ever act. Okay. In Halloween. Game, game, game. <laughs> so now, before we go on a break, we have some questions from fans. We asked fans to use the hashtag popcorn and ask Raymond for some questions. And we okay. got a few. Oh, all right. Um, so first, I'm not going to say the name because it's yung question. He said... Bakit ang daddy mo? <laughs> what does that mean? Because in, right now, like the in the youth, uh, parang daddy is used as a term for like an a, attractive, a super older attractive male. older male. Get it? Like you're my daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. You call me daddy. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Should I answer that? Up to you. <laughs> I, I feel like the whole discussion about, about fitness, the fitness yeah. thing answered that question. So I guess. Yeah. That's... Yes, exactly. I guess that makes me a daddy, I guess. So. <laughs> and it's a real compliment from a lot thank of you. like but, but thank you. young thank people you right now. <laughs> it's a compliment and yeah. I accept that. It's a millennial compliment, yes. So I'm, I'm the daddy. I won't be surprised <laughs> if you have a video of you reading Thirst Tweets. Because oh, yeah, there's yeah, also yeah. this concept oh, of yes, thirst yeah. tweets where the actor usually reads like these outrageous comments about their <laughs> yeah, physique or like even worse. toward <laughs> actors and stuff. But yeah, we'll yes. see. Next episode. Produce natin yun. <laughs> Next question. Talk about awkward. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun awkward. Next question. Um... Was were there any <laughs> were there any cultural gaps between working as a Filipino actor with an international crew, such as a director who's British? Um, not really. Uh, I think the the movie proves that it's just that it's difficult sometimes because it was pretty good that the movie was seventy five percent English, but the, during the Tagalog ones, he'll be like, "Okay, good, good, cut, cut." So uh, I didn't understand that. So what do you think? Was it good? <laughs> was it? I don't know. Can someone tell me if it was good or what? But um, I don't even know if anyone answered him. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he like, just... is, is it okay? I'm like, because I can't answer him. I was in the scene. Oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not watching the monitor. Uh-huh. Right? So, but he pretty much got his uh, approval from somewhere. Uh, it was actually good. We also had a... Um, a British, uh, I believe it was, no, he was Canadian, uh, assistant director. And um, it, made, it made working more organized because uh, he was very serious. And so it, it, it brought a, a serious tone. But he was fun. I mean, behind, uh, after when scenes are finished, he, he had a, a time frame to follow. He had many, this uh, amount of sequences to do in a day, you know given a limited budget and um it was actually a joy to have worked with uh, the international cast uh, i'm lucky that i grew up in in, in melbourne australia that uh, english is uh, like a first second language to me it just interchanges 
column, but I can express myself more in English because mm-hmm. I have more vocabulary than. Uh, I mean, I think most Mandilenos do not have a really deep um, Tagalog vocabulary aside from those who are from the provinces who are like Cavite, Manila, Mandilenos. I mean, they're Tagalog, talaga. You know, like Nueva Ecija and Bulacan. So that was. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And to go to last question, uh, do you have any favorite Philippine hero from history, aside probably from Manuel Quezon, who you played? Or maybe like before is, you played yeah. Quezon, was there like a particular I've hero? I've always loved Andres Bonifacio. I've loved okay. um, um, Jose Rizal, and I, 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 did a, I, all, all, I have mentioned it a couple of times that I was chosen for Bayaning Third World, mm, uh, oh. done by Mike DeLeon yeah. mm-hmm. at the beginning. And I was already, you know, they were, I already had the costume and everything, and they already gave me a down payment. This is not sour <laughs> gaming. And what happened was that, um, some reason, I just found out that I wasn't part of the movie anymore. Oh, wow. Oh. You know, Siguro, I got sulot, as they call. Uh-huh. Someone, it was, uh, someone more uh, credible got the role. And it was good, because... Um, Friends of mine like Ricky Davao and Joel Torre got the roles together, and they and, and they won awards for that. So of course you kind of like, fine. But I wanted I wanted I've always loved Rizal. I researched him. I read about him. I found out more about him, and I respected him. Then I did a one man play, around forty five minutes play in the U S. on Jose Rizal. Um, so I played Jose Rizal, and I loved Jose Rizal, and uh, <clears throat> I became a big fan. But I wanted to play even before uh, Robin Padilla portrayed Andres mm, Milipasha. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to do Andres Milipasha. But he was a really cool. um, revolutionary. He was not schooled, but he was learned. Mm-hmm. He read a lot of books. He, he, was, he was self-taught. So I would want to play him. But not about Mabini because he's always sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I, that's, that's another he's challenge. Yeah, that's, yes. a, that's a challenge to play. Some, something right. like that, yeah. And um, Epic Eason did a good job mm-hmm. playing that. You need, to, you need to have that aura of intelligence. But again, we have you as Manuel Cazon, and yes. that is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really very happy. I just want to thank everyone for, um, you know, the attention that the role has uh, been getting. So thank you for all the praise and uh, all the good reviews and for the invitation. Of course. Of course. It has pretty much paid... Um, it was given us the um, the confidence that uh, even my co-actors that we all did really good with the movie. So yeah, and those are the answers to your questions. Shout out someone yeah, like Sabing. Thank you, Daddy. Sha. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward, Amanda, but fun. So we will be back with more popcorn after this break. <laughs> Get ready for the premier pop culture event in the Philippines, ToyCon Pop Life Fan Experience 2019. Immerse yourself in the best of toys, gaming, comics, and cosplay, featuring international toy designers, the most epic display of toy collections, a giant Batman statue, celebrity guests from The Walking Dead, live music and dance performances, and the biggest merchandise floor of toys and collectibles in the country. It's a whole new playground at ToyCon 2019 Pop Life Fan Experience, where Asia comes to play. Happening on June 28 to 30 at the SMX Convention Center, Manila, Pasay City. Visit toyconph.com for more info. Tickets are available at SM Tickets. 
and we are back for our last bit of the show we're so sad the show is ending Aww. because we've been having a good time yeah but this has been a great conversation like honestly yeah thank you <laughs> yeah and we are here for our pop stop which is our topics and recommendations of anything pop culture you've consumed in the recent past so let us begin with Emil. The recent past, <laughs> in like the last five years. <laughs> um, now, okay, so I, like really quickly, I was gonna, uh, like very recently, I've been listening to music again. Like, I mean, because I'm the kind of person who listens to the same albums over and over again until I get sick of them. So recently, like a couple of albums that I've been listening to, uh, just this past weekend, uh, uh, this Georgia-based band named Baroness like released their latest album called Golden Grey. Um, very very interesting stuff very uh consistent and rich sort of bass heavy kind of rock uh that's a lot more introspective than you might expect from a self-proclaimed i guess heavy metal act so really interesting stuff if you're into rock and also i am super late to the party and in getting into saint vincent aka annie clark uh this uh, texas-based uh musician who does like the most interesting crazy things uh has a really has has this knack for very atonal harmonies and 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 melodies and whatnot. So there's that. And then uh, in terms of a, a local thing, I'd like to, um, well, local quote unquote. <laughs> but just this past weekend, uh, Atlantis, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Produced. Yeah, yeah. They started they, their own. They, they produced their own sort of production of beautiful the Carol King musical. Bobby Garcia. Yes, yes, yes. Um, starring Kayla Rivera as uh, Carol King. I love that. Really, so really much. fun. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's those are my suggestions. Yeah, I saw that on Broadway. We were talking about it earlier, but yeah. you guys should watch it. I've seen a lot of Atlantis productions, and they are as good as a Broadway place for sure. Yeah. I was amazed by Kinky Boots when Nyoi oh, Palante yeah, 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 was yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. And I, I saw him personally. I was like, I just saw this on Broadway and you were as good as Broadway and you were amazing as Lola. I don't know if you saw that. I haven't seen Kinky Boots yet, but I hear it's a so lot good. of good things. Yeah. I saw Porter, Brandon Yuri in it. So wow, really? Crazy. Cool. Okay. But anyway, for my pop stop for the week, I'm just going to say I love On a Roll by Ashley O. <laughs> as shown on the black mirror episode aka miley cyrus aka miley cyrus one as i've mentioned in all our episodes i love miley cyrus and two the song is a bop like a legit bop it's been on loop the whole weekend like i wouldn't stop and i keep on singing it and even before we started the show i was playing it for emil because he hasn't oh, yeah, seen yeah, that yeah. episode yet yeah, yeah. so that's Good. how amazing that song is and what's so meticulous about netflix is that they actually produced the whole music video and released it yeah. on YouTube as well, even though it was just part of a show. So props to you guys. <laughs> and again, even after we had that mini sode about Taylor Swift, her latest song, You Need to Calm Down, is also a oh, bop. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the video just released as well, and it had so many like guest stars, and it's really bagay for Pride Month. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So they had RuPaul, The Fab Five, everything everyone okay so go taylor i love you <laughs> okay and last but not the least if you have anything to recommend oh wow what would i recommend um mib film uh, okay it's uh it's a really cool movie with uh, your favorite um chris hemsworth <laughs> chris hemsworth and yes. tessa thompson who i love also the yeah, honky version of great. chris hemsworth yeah. <laughs> the <Yes>. batak version <laughs> the batak version 
that's that. And um, mm, on the way here, talking about food, uh, pop culture, I had um, truck nut, <laughs> four pieces. And, nice. Uh, Bilang talaga. <laughs> Boko pie, and then I had uh, milk tea, boba. Yes. What's your favorite milk tea? Um, Is there a brand? <laughs> and uh, with brown sugar. Oh, so made. the recent but, craze. Uh, coffee. <laughs> Is there any particular like milk tea? Because there's so many right now. Uh, or maybe that we can't talk about uh, endorsements. What is it? Yi Fang? Was it Yi Fang or something? Yes. Oh, okay. Yi Fang? Yi Fang, yeah. Yi Fang, yes. Actually tried that as well. I thought Yi Ti Fang. No. I'm not so sure. There's so many like fat fuk. I don't know. Tiger sugar, cocoa. I can name them all. Um ice cream in bgc that's really so rich uh, what do you call that it's in the new wing uh, one building Week. i am not it sure stuff. it has like three four layers and it's really very decadent indulgent uh, try to come back here again if I we shall check it out because I am team QC all the way. I, I barely go to BGC right. uh, but so far. But speaking of QC, would you like to invite everyone to yes. watch Kazan's I Game? I to mention that, of course, pop culture, um, Kazan's Game. Please watch Kazan's Game. Uh, we're on our third week. If you want a dose of pop culture, and I think you'll get this from this movie and come out as uh, a proud Filipino, um, not only because of what we've done, for each other as Filipinos, but what we've done for um, other countries and other people where no one more, not, not even a more powerful country were able to do when we were able to save um, 1,200 plus Jews during the time of Manuel Castle. There's pop culture. Please watch and be proud that you're a Filipino. Hashtag yeah. Pinoy Pride. Yeah. <laughs> so is there any other um, project you'd like to promote? while we're on here uh currently we are uh we've resumed the the tapings for take life uh it's a military film mm. um led by gerald anderson mm. uh, all-star cast you know we have, our, uh, we have uh, carlo aquino we have it's a really big cast uh, directed by award-winning director richard somes and then uh, I have a couple of movies. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to mention them yet, but um, if I get a chance, I'd like to plug it again. Of course, we would course. be honored to have yeah, you again. Everybody. And we're really thankful you're here. Siguro uh, last, where can they follow you? Oh, you can just follow me on um, Raymond Bagat Singh Instagram and Raymond Bagat Singh um, Facebook. Um, I have a couple of pages. Uh, uh yeah, uh, follow me wherever you like. <laughs> Maybe not wherever, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 wag 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 uh, calling cards sa mo. Yeah. <laughs> talent coordinator, talent scouts. Yeah. Oh, so again, thank you so much, thank Mr. You. Raymond Bagat Singh or Rama, for being here and gracing us as Manuel Cazon and yourself, of course. We're really happy you guessed it on our show. And we'd, of course, we'd love to have you back. So thank you. And this has been 
popcorn with Cholo Sediaren. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at popcorn with Cholo. That's popcorn W Cholo. That's my name. Of course, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever podcasts are heard. And of course, every week we're here on Radio Katipunan 87.9. Thank you, RK fam, every week for hosting us. And yun, thank you so much. We hope to see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.